there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Jessica Yellen. Could you take us into your feed, Jessica, and into the Insta stories and the feed itself and how you decide what news stories to cover and focus on and then how to share them out? So what I came to is, so up in stories every day, I post articles that I think are, let's say you're not following much news or you're super busy and you don't have time to read seven newspapers and scan another five websites. Here's what you need to know to be informed about today. And I post the article, with which you see the headline, and I'll do either a summary. I call it the TLDR, which is an Instagram term for too long, didn't read. So like, wow. what's the basic takeaway? And if you want to read the article, you can swipe up and read it. I try to intersperse it. One of the things I've started doing is with like something relaxing that calms you down because the news is very stressful right now. And so I weirdly do like humor in it too. And a little bit of um, sometimes like personal development messages, healing, meditation, something that can help you really remember that that's a news story. It's not your life and you can separate. So that's in stories. Then in the daily feed, I do a video most days of the week where I pick one important story you should know more about. And my thesis there is a lot of people can't chase the news like we do, but to be informed, you got to know some things. And this is the thing today you got to know. And sometimes like yesterday or last week, I did a piece on somebody advocating herd immunity in the White House. It might have not have been the most important story of the day, but it's a concept that's in conversation so much it's an opportunity for me to explain herd immunity and so that people can start to internalize these ideas as we get closer to a COVID vaccine. It's important to lay down these bricks so that people know the terminology. And that's a big part of what I'm trying to do is make the lingo less scary. Great. Could you take us into a typical day for you, Jessica? You're working, I hope, mostly Monday through Friday. What are you doing when you first wake up in the morning? How does the day unfold? I know, for example, the last couple of weeks of August with the Democratic and Republican conventions, you were in fact working until the wee hours of the morning, which is, I mean, power to you. Thank you. You know what? I don't know how to do a convention differently. Like that was my training. I kind of feel like once you're trained as an athlete, it's hard to stop your exercise routine. And so I'm just continuing that. But most days aren't like the conventions. So for example, today I wake up, I work with this woman who lives on the East Coast. So she has... She's a few hours ahead of me. She'll like flag, here's what's happening right now. We'll decide. I post a couple of those news articles I said to stories. Then you have to make your calls and do things that are related to both reporting and making sure that this stays 
you know, like all the business things are working, like the invoices are being paid and the invoices are being sent and the things are ha- right. Or some gizmos not working and I have to call the guy. So you have to do all those things. And then I'm doing an interview this afternoon. So I had to, we're doing research prep for that, figure out what the video is tonight. I still don't know. Trump is in Kenosha, but is that the most important story of the day or is that noise? That's one of the things I have to decide. If I don't go with what the news channels are leading with, why am I making the different choice? And what is the value of that to the audience? And I, I want to be deliberate about those things. So that takes a bit. And then we have to sit and script it out. I script out my video. People are always like, it's a three to five minute video where I talk into the camera. People always say to me, that's impromptu, right? <laughs> That's not impressive. I was like the first one of the first questions I asked you before we started recording was, "What kind of teleprompter do you use?" Because there is no way, as good as I know you are, that you would have all of those names and data points committed to memory. Yeah. Also, it has to be short and so or tight. People won't stick around. So if I did it just chit chatty way, it takes forever. So sometimes I'll put something up short, but I script that out. So we touched on this in our Espresso Shots interview and check out the bio or show notes to see if Jessica's Espresso Shots interview has already dropped. But what advice do you have, Jessica, for some of our viewers, our listeners who may be aspiring journalists and who watch the daily reports that you're putting out and are consuming the content at Jessica Yellen on Instagram and thinking that maybe that's how they become a journalist. I sort of feel like there should be a warning label on your feed that says, kids don't try this at home. This is like those extreme sports, the skateboarders who are making it look so easy because what you are doing actually is drawing upon almost two decades of serious, solid journalism experience. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing were it not for all those years in newsrooms, both internalizing how decisions are made, developing a point of view on choosing a news story and shaping a news story, having as rote how I report, confirm and check my own work. Like those things are just muscle memory now. I don't have to develop it. Those are vital things. And so if I were advising a person in school still, I'd say if you want to be in journalism, I fully embrace the alternative new media digital media landscape. I think it's very important to have an experience in a traditional newsroom at some point so that you can internalize how a newsroom works and how all aspects of it. And then you can take that out and innovate. It's a little bit, this sounds high minded, but all the modernist and contemporary painters learn classical painting first, like portraiture, so that they know the rules so they can break them. It's a bit similar. And because there's so much of value there that you want to take the best. I'll also just add, I think one of the reasons I can do this is because my first job in news was as a one man band reporter in Orlando, Florida, at a station called Central Florida News 13. Arguably my best experience in news. You know, you're just brand new and you get to learn. And I was a one man band reporter where I carried my own camera, shot my own tape, shot my own stand up wrote and edited my own package and then turned it in. So this is going back to the beginning for me. And having had that experience gives me the confidence and skills to do it on my own now. I want to go back just a little bit in your career, not quite as far back as when you were in Orlando. What would you say the difference is right now, Jessica, between a day spent reporting on or for News Not Noise versus a day you would have been reporting as a CNN's 
chief White House correspondent. Well, I mean, you know this from having been a CNN reporter, too. All you do is you're working the phones, you're gathering information, you're spending your entire day like monitoring what other people are breaking so that you can match it or beat it or question people about it. So your entire focus is on the screen of like what bogeys are incoming, right? In my <laughs> field of vision, right? Monitoring for anything happening. And you trust that everything else will get taken care of. Part of the day is also sometimes there's a story that interests you, but you're not doing that because you are an employee and your newsroom has decided you need to pursue something else. So my job's different in that I get to make the choice every day. I get to decide this is the story I want to do, but I don't have the freedom to just be monitoring the bogeys because I'm also juggling the other pieces of what's involved with producing something on your own and making sure those things are paid and running a little operation. Less infrastructure here, more time dealing with that stuff, more freedom to make my own decisions. And the most liberating thing is, for better or for worse, I'm more me on camera and with the audience. So I'll say things to them like, this is a hard story for me to report. Or I feel bad that I'm telling you this because it's been a litany of terrible news and I feel like I'm the Grim Reaper and I'm really sorry I have to do this to you guys again, but you got to know this. So I'm, I would never say that stuff before. But for me, I think that's the human connection that makes people feel safe here and feel like they can come back. And then I'll add one thing, sorry for a long answer, is the most gratifying difference is I have immediate response from the audience. So if you think back to what it was like to be on camera with some piece you worked on all day and you finally deliver it and then the lights go off and you have no idea how it went over or if people got it. Now I immediately get feedback saying, what did that word mean? Here's an article. Did you see this? Oh my God, my brother works there. Do you want to talk to him? Like you get this kind of engagement that's really gratifying and sometimes challenging, but it gives you a whole different perspective on what the audience wants to know and needs to know to follow the story. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.